0: Hello, and welcome to the Unscripted podcast, with me, your host, Nicholas J. Barlow. Unscripted, unedited, undecided. As you are aware, this uh, podcast is about the art in general, um, so enjoy. So, in three, two, one, and... Hello and welcome to the Unscripted Podcast with me, Nicholas J. Barlow, and my co-host Luke Baker. Uh, unscripted, unedited and undecided, and this episode completely uncensored. Uh, on this episode we have uh, Exing, otherwise known as uh, Joe Langley. Yo, yo. Uh, yeah, musician, artist, whatever you want to be called. Yeah,
1: artist is a, is the artist. sort of name, I think, because I think... Music is art, right? So
0: Yeah, yeah. As long as it's got meaning, it's art. Exactly. Um, yes. So you you are still there, aren't you, Lou?
2: I am still here, yes, don't worry.
0: Just checking okay.
1: everybody's all on there.
0: Yes. Uh we the the, the listeners don't know how, how much uh, trouble we had trying to get this episode <laughs> together. It's absolute um, shambles.
1: <laughs> absolute shambles, yeah. wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Uh about a minute of you two chatting with me not even being in there, even though it's my own podcast. <laughs> Wonderful. um anyway right so we've probably started the actual interview um yeah so uh x in joe what do you want to be called first it just call um, me
1: just call me joe on the podcast it's it's cool. Yeah.
0: it's cool okay great so this is joe um yeah uh what so for the people who don't know uh your music what you are let Let's just sum up what you do in, let's say, five words.
1: Okay, let me think. I've got it. Make music in my bedroom. I think that's the, <laughs> I love that's
2: that. the best sort <laughs> of... Make that's music
0: in my bedroom. Heard from someone. Huh? Um, that, that, that's the best summa- summation I've heard from someone when it comes to five words, especially <laughs> if you're a, a, an artist. Um, anyway, so that's the... The easy question out of the way. Yeah. Um, most of these questions will be easy. Let's face it. Uh, controversial topics and all that sort of stuff makes great listening. Probably doesn't make good friends. Um, anyway, uh, what made you uh, initially get into music? What was the the bug? What was the thing that made you want to go into it as um, not quite a full time career, but
1: yeah? So it began. Well, I've always been like a musical person um like when I was very young uh, I started playing the guitar a little bit um and I also did musical theater so I've always been like singing and stuff um but about two just under two years ago um I was at a party and some people were playing a song by somebody that I knew through school um and I and they were gassing up basically they were just like saying oh this is a Oh this is so good but I was listening to it and I was like well it's not that good and if this is getting that much attention I did this was this is genuinely what happened I thought I'll tell you what I might as well give this music thing a go I never really thought of producing music or like I never thought of it as like a hobby or or something I'd enjoy doing but it was just oh let's just give it a go and then that's the original sort of reason I started it's not why I still do it it's not to be better than somebody from my school. That was just the the first sort of little thing that sort of clicked in my mind. I was like, I could give this a go. So I I did really.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it's a uh, it's a noble a noble choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, trying to get better than someone. Um, yeah. Uh, what is the reason why you're still doing it? What's the
1: um, what's the I, I, reason? I is? figured out very quickly that um, with producing music and r- just record r- writing and recording mostly the writing and then making something out of the writing it um it's it's the way of expression I, f- I found that out very quickly that that you that there's like you have this ability to uh express whatever you're feeling through whatever art form you want and i thought f- sort of found that music was mine and that's why like my lyrics can get quite deep or sometimes quite ambiguous uh, in certain parts but they can be quite um, meaningful, and that's why I carry on doing it because I enjoy having that uh, that expression of emotion. I think it's uh, really important for me to keep my mental health good, but but also supports other people. I guess like I know a lot of people listen to it and enjoy it. So, yeah,
2: great
0: stuff, great stuff. uh Yeah, really, I
2: was just gonna say the new album feels quite um quite heavy on the portfolio uh, Yeah, of like yeah, I make people think. More about mental health.
1: I'd say. Yeah, definitely. I think not enough to talk about. It. Yeah, definitely. Like, there's um, there's a stigma around mental health. Like at the moment, it's being sort of it's being helped along by people saying, "Oh, it's okay to be it's okay to be down," but people don't understand what like yeah. being down, what extent that that a can go people to. People
2: say that it's alright to be down, but there's still nothing to actually help mental health. It's almost like physical health there's so much stuff out there Uh, especially especially for men as well in society it's uh up your feelings keep it down and uh, don't tell people about it basically and it's okay to be weak I think personally yeah
1: Um, and it's like there's a there's a couple of my songs which are quite quite down songs but there's one of them called brighter days which mm. is about well it's I've seen brighter days but I've seen worse than this before so it's sort of the message of that song that it does get better with trying, and like you've got to find the right places and all of that. Like, it, it's a big, big thing. I Definitely. think a good message to spread.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, p- positive mental health and uh, even just making mental health less of—I wouldn't call it a taboo at the moment. I'd I call it the, the opposite.
2: It's almost been made into like a trend. Almost,
1: it's so, almost been—it's so. been, no- been normalised to the extent where it's it's completely okay because obviously it's always it should be okay to be like have bad mental health but it shouldn't be okay to accept that you have bad mental health Mm -hmm. because if you've got bad mental health you need to go and get the support that you need and and therapy whatever like whatever it takes but it's almost been normalized now in society where it's okay to have it full stop that's it you're going to live with it for the rest of your life but that shouldn't be how it is you know
0: almost sensationalized in a way yeah
1: yeah definitely
0: um right
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i mean for uh i mean for the people who really don't know who you are most of the people who listen to this probably do know who you, who you are hopefully yeah
2: um hello are you still there nick
1: nick's just disappeared
2: <laughs> i think that it was going so well as well He's
1: absolutely, he's gone. The
0: unscripted podcast without Nicholas J. Barlow. Am I still here? Have I gone? Oh, yeah. he, he's
1: just returned. He's just returned.
0: Uh, I don't know what the hell happened there.
1: I lost you at, um, I can't remember what you said, to be you fair, but lost it,
2: I think it was something along the lines of, let's hope most of the viewers know who he is.
1: Yeah, yeah, we lost
0: you there. Okay, okay, that's helpful. You, you, are, you are listening to my own podcast with bad Wi-Fi. Um... <laughs> In a time of isolation where I can't even get questions out. Wonderful. Uh, anyway, uh, I should still be here, hopefully. The app is still open. Uh, still there. Let's continue onwards. Um, so, for the people who don't know, what musical direction, what genre would you say that your music would fit into or whether it spans over certain genres? What, but basically an answer to that question, if you can think of
1: so so at the moment my um my my recent album uh called bedroom that's kind of got a very sort of indie vibe with sort of very real instruments um like it's got you can hear the guitars and it drums and it has got some like sort of bassy sounds and stuff but it's it's i think it sways more towards indie in like singer songwriter type genre more than anything else um whereas some of my old music was kind of quite not rap but sort of like sway towards like the little peeps like sort of side of like emo rap sing rap i think is the best way yeah. to describe yeah. it some of my older music's like that but the, or... the direct yeah yeah the direction that, that i'm sort of taking at the moment is more down like the the indie route with more like um like live instrument type uh music i think definitely what i'm going for yeah
0: yeah good stuff um so i mean i'm trying to think of another question here uh luke do you have anything to ask because i'm having a brain fart
2: i can tell me uh, <laughs> what, what, what's sort of your vision for how you would want it to go like five ten years down the line
1: um so i've always done like music's always been like a hobby more than anything is it started as like i said just sort of prove to myself that i can make something better like uh, and it wasn't in like a competitive sense it was just to prove to myself and then um it, so it's always been a hobby so i wouldn't be bothered if it doesn't but sort of the in the ideal world is just to be able to start gigging more start um sort of gaining sort of a a, a more strong audience that that sort of appreciates my work whatever i put out if that makes sense yeah. so i can experiment with it and stuff uh, and obviously it's always so it's always nice to dream like 10 years down the line you're, you're rich and famous and all this but it's, it's it's just to be able to what I'd prefer is to have a big steady strong bait a big steady fan base that I can just slowly build up and just sort of see that's like constant improvement yeah. of and you'd rather uh, have a strong
2: like, fan base but smaller than a big one that lasts a year or two
1: yeah, yeah. definitely and I think also um with my in with my music side of things as well, it's the constant improvement thing is always there. Like yeah. if it, I, I listen back to my, some of my old songs compared to my new songs, I'm like, wow, that's a year's difference. Yeah. And it's so, so much better quality. I think always trying to improve the quality of my music yeah. as well. It was
2: like when the album dropped and I listened to the album and then I flicked back for your soundcloud to a song. I think it was called Monsters or Monster. Yeah. And
1: yeah. Yeah. Like very, very quality. big
2: difference between the.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and that's what I am striving to do all the time, It's just to get pump out better quality music just constantly. Yeah. But not obviously in like a machine type way, but to be able to perfect what I'm making, yeah. you know? Yeah, I would agree. Nicky, you still a there?
0: A bit of a, bit, bit of a yeah. weird question. I mean, it's not as weird as the questions that Luke knows that I've asked before, but um, a question I think you may may not expect. What... A song out of your disc- discography that has been released, or at least on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Which song would you say you are the most proud of, and which song you say you could remaster and think of re-releasing in the future?
1: Well, so it what well, one that's not on. Um spotify or just one in general like
0: one one that you think could do with a remastering and you would possibly re-release in the future
1: that's a tricky question that is um there's quite a few songs that that have got a lot of potential but it was from early days um i think one definitely uh, even though people love this song anyway like a lot of my friends really like this song it was all, it was sort of the first song that got quite a bit of recognition it's called treeline and that's already released on every platform but that song I didn't actually master that song I just mixed it I didn't I didn't do any mastering on it so it sounds a little bit like the vocals are dropped back a bit um, but I think if I had an opportunity to sort of go in a studio with like a 10 grand mic I think that would definitely be one of the songs that i would want to uh make just sound amazing i think that and keeper i think
0: okay okay so i mean uh, i don't know where i was planning to go with that question if i'm sorry <laughs> right. but uh yeah for the for the people who uh who are very avid fans of excellent there you have there, you have a sneak peek into the next, what, five years possibly? I don't know how long it'll take you to get into you the never know. studio. It may be six months once this whole coronavirus thing has gone. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah. About what Max um, was saying.
2: Max is going to get, <laughs> I don't know what he was on when he was saying this out last year. So he was like, I'm going to get in the studio in about three or four weeks, didn't he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. He he's did. like, middle uh, of April, like... I'll
2: be in the studio recording
1: my next thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah good luck good luck with that getting out getting out of the house
0: because because a um because a recording studio is an essential uh an essential space oh 100 yeah. <laughs> 100 yeah um he said he had uh, booked yeah. it didn't he uh, yeah, he did say he booked it. He did say he booked it. I don't know. I don't know what the recording studio are doing. They they might be think... just raking in the cash whilst they can. They're just
2: fair play to him.
0: Not cancelling the bookings, but basically making it so people are like forced to cancel and therefore they have, they have to pay. Uh, that might be what they're doing.
1: <laughs> never know. I think that actually that's something that's just raising in my mind that I think is worth mentioning about my music. I've never once been in a recording studio. Everything's produced in my bedroom. All of my vocals and stuff that's a fun fact yeah
0: and to be entirely honest i don't know if if uh, luke will agree with me but the stuff that you have created or at least quite quite a lot of it would be much more worthy of some chart listing than some of the stuff that has been recorded professionally and to be entirely fair is utter crap
2: it's uh it's shallow the industry whether you like the statement or not it's shallow it's to be fair in the recent few months it's got slightly better but it's all about the look and it's all about the age gap. it's about how you look on one side of a camera it's not about the music nowadays it's the sad thing it's like the 60s and 70s when it was like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and like those bands that worked 25 30 years to get the fame that they did and now, to be fair, I don't know if you'd agree. Nick, in like the like the last few weeks, months, it's got slightly better. People like Sam Fender creeping in there, and yeah.
1: Like, yeah, and like even even like people like Lewis yeah. Capaldi, because obviously, like, uh, he's not the best looking chap, but it's all about his music. His music is absolutely, absolutely banging. He's got good lyrics, good voice, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. But I think talking about like the look and like how the industry is. I don't know if you um, do you, I'm get, I'm assuming that you guys know what like in industry plants are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, they as much as like if I was get, given that offer, I would do it because it's a lot of money and it's it's a it's a big sort of opportunity. But it just grinds my gears sometimes when I see like for example, uh, after Little Peep and X Tentacion died, uh, there was an artist that just randomly appeared called Jumex, um, and he was releasing like these really sad boy rap songs. And he basically, he literally sounded like little peep and X mashed together. And he was quite obviously an industry plant. They pumped loads of money into this kid and just made him a star. And it's like, there's no sort of, uh, and I'm not saying that I know what his lyrics mean to him, but like, there's no sort of like work or grind that's gone into that. He's just given it on a plate, which I think sometimes it it would be nice for me if, if that happened It'd be brilliant, but sometimes it's better to work for things, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, being yeah. given a, an instant audience is—I mean, the the idea of instant anything, especially today, is almost seen as yes, it's a, it's a goal, but is it a goal that's shrouded in deceit? Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean the 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 idea for our generation—I mean, we're all we're all roughly the same age. We're all seventeen. Um, the idea for our generation is the fact that we expect things to be done there, then, and now. Uh, yeah. When in fact, we, we all know what a certain struggle is like, um, yeah. even if we do have the access to literally even, everything in the world.
2: Even though that being said, I would say with our generation, I know lots of people sit on ass so and don't do anything. I'd say so there's a lot more young people getting into arts oh, yeah. and getting into the entertainment
1: industry than there were. I think that's because of the internet as well. I think the internet yeah. encouraged that, and it, it's it, well, it's just simple. Especially things. YouTube, and yeah, like things like YouTube and SoundCloud. Like, if it wasn't for SoundCloud, I wouldn't like not not an average person knows how to put a music their music onto like Spotify, Apple Music, etc. I, it took yeah. me a while to figure out that I needed a distributor and all of this, et cetera, but Soundcloud was just that that simple platform where you can literally upload an audio file doesn't matter doesn't matter what quality what you do on it, and it was just that sort of it gave me that platform straight away, straight off the bat. I think that's the internet is just assisting with if that massively
2: it's literally anything can blow up and get viral these days, so I think it's like everyone hopping on the back hoping one of their things will
1: yeah and, it, and it, if you don't if you don't put it out there it's never going to have the opportunity exactly. to get to 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 get recognized i think exactly and uh going back to what we we're saying about um uh being handed things on a plate i've um when when my sort of sort of following start growing a little bit I'd, I'd constantly get asked questions on sort of instagram and and stuff like that about um uh, tips can I have some tips on how to write music can I have some tips on how to do this and I was like I, I, I'm more than happy to give tips out and stuff like I, I'm not I'm not a secretive person when it comes to my songwriting I tell them how I do it I tell them what I used to record and all of this but um I've had a few people say oh how long did it take you to get to the position that you're in now obviously it's not in a massive position but it's further than I was when I first started and I, I told them it's been nearly two years and it's, it's been a sort of hard worker thing it's like oh do you have any tips on to make that faster to make it happen now and i was like no it it is a thing where you have to grind you've got to you've got to want it but for a reason like personal to you my reason is because it's a hobby and it's an outlet and that's why i just kept on doing it so Hmm. if you you expect it being handed on a plate to you you're never gonna sort of achieve in any sort of industry i don't think because it's just not how the world the world spins you know
2: yeah 100% I, I think if, you, if you're not doing it as a hobby, even, if, even when you're doing it as a profession, if you're not doing it as a hobby in the sense of you're enjoying it and you're doing it because it's not for the money, you won't ever make it um, because you're not doing it for the right reasons.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, work. yeah it, it, I think that's, that's the key thing. I think for me, the only reason why I've had a small portion of success out of it is because I've sort of stuck, Stuck by it just because of the fact that it is one of my biggest hobbies and it's just something I enjoy thoroughly. You know. Mm. So yeah. yeah. Is Nick still here? Is he? Is he just listening very, very closely? Yeah. He's being here. extremely quiet. He's enjoying I, the conversation.
0: I, I think... Yeah, I, I, I'm. Uh, what, what would they call it? Um, I'm not zoned out. I'm thinking about things that are in the conversation. Fair and enough. I just can't think of a question that sounds like um, a sneaky
2: way of saying you've zoned out <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean it's up to you it's up to the audience um, right uh, yeah so is there anything that you want to bring into the conversation it or Joe whatever uh-huh. I'm going to call you Joe uh yeah, is there anything that you want to bring into conversation? Any interesting things that you've seen in the news over the past, what, let's say, two months?
1: Well, I think I think um, they're having a very boring sort of news day, aren't they? With the the constant coronavirus, nothing else is happening. You know, <laughs> I, I
0: mean, <laughs> what one of my what, one of my teachers said something very uh very telling. He's a he's a history teacher, and he said that uh in the history books everyone will be researching in about 50 years time okay public health crises uh about 50 years ago we had the coronavirus or we had covid19 whatever they decide to call it and uh it'll be it'll be seen as the the mass wipeout of half the human uh, race that <laughs> happened just after the small squabble of brexit
1: yeah just after the little squabble of uh... Uh, Yeah, UK wanting to leave the EU. I
2: I, I did a joke about that that any of us would be praying for Brexit to come back.
1: Yeah, God. I thought that was I thought that was boring on the news. Exactly, we were all we were all moaning
2: about that, and now all of us would be praying for it to come back. (laughs) Um, Literally, I think what I was saying to Nick earlier, at least, especially the entertainment industry, is. 2020 was the year everyone was saying this is the year for entertainment this is the year things are gonna happen new start new decade and i think it still will because everything that's planned for this year the minute it comes back in september what you think is that final four months every entertainer in this business is going to be doing oh wow they're all gonna be be gigging
1: yeah it's gonna be insane i think and i think not only is that all entertainers are going to be wanting they'll be they'll be so ready to gig again but but people like I know for a fact that if one of my favorite bands or artists or just somebody that I kind of like tours, it sort of it's made me appreciate that that that, that that's not always going to be there. Just that like the world can just come to a stop. So it's going to give me a reason to go to the things that I want to go to. Yeah, well, not maybe. think of excuses. So.
2: Have you heard of a singer called um, Nothing Nowhere? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your stuff reminds me a bit of him. Like.
1: All oh, right, I'm not. I don't listen to him uh, at all, but I know who he is. I know he's quite mm. big, and quite. I know he's good, talent, quite talented as well. Yeah, I'm going up Nottingham to see him this year. He's sick. He's real, real, real good. A couple of my friends have seen nothing. Actually, he was at Leeds, but I think he clashed with somebody when I was. I went to Leeds Festival. Yeah, I think he clashed with somebody, so I didn't get to see him. But
2: I bet you that will cancel this year, won't it? Redding, I'm hoping
1: not. It's the one thing keeping me going. Leeds. Festival. Wait, what? What are you going Leeds or i Are we going to a Leeds Festival? Oh, well, I'm going In. <laughs> uh, shame but yeah it's i went i went last year and that was such an experience like being able to see so many artists just in one weekend it was insane and so i actually saw juice world who obviously has passed away um mm. and I, i've always really always listened to juice world like for a long time um to be fair he wasn't great live but it was an experience to see somebody live before obviously they pass away you know yeah. But yeah,
0: was,
1: yeah. But yeah, one hundred percent. People are going to be gigging again straight away, and people are going to be attending more gigs, definitely.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, definitely. one thing I've seen online. I don't know. If, uh, I don't know how, how well spread the thing is, but it's interesting. I don't know. This is why this is a hippie uh, idea, yeah. but it's interesting to see that it's taken a pandemic of epic proportions to make the world stop for a second, realise that money isn't everything, and take their own health into a prime position.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's it's, it's strange, very strange, because, like...
0: I mean, this is is the point where people should start um, not quite remastering their own lives, but they should take a step back and think, okay, was what I was doing the correct thing or was I just seeking for an well, easier yeah. life in the future, even if they don't have a guaranteed future?
1: Yeah, I think way? just in general as well, I think I, I know uh, I'm speaking for myself here and I'm, I think I'm speaking for a lot of people is like I'm going to I'm gonna appreciate everything about life a lot more. Like the simple things of just being able to go out, see my friend or my friend to come around my house or uh, just just the little things that you can't do at the moment because of lockdown you're just going to appreciate it so much more. And then in the grand scheme of things is if you're if you're not enjoying what you're doing or you're not enjoying certain aspects of your life, because it's been put to a stop, you can sort of reflect on it and people are going to be making changes. And hopefully they're all for the better, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. I mean, the, the one slightly worrying thing, which I don't know if you've seen, but like the amount of uh, fake news, whatever you want to call it, about this, be that. That certain musicians have got the the virus, which they don't, or um, that uh, what uh, the the wonder the, the wonderful uh, conspiracy theories of the manufactured virus, you know, mm. you know those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, People I, believe that. I, I the, yeah, I know people believe it. Like you've got people that believe that the virus was man Yeah, but then we have
2: got, got dumbasses that believe that the Earth's flat. So it's but, yeah,
1: yeah. I've I mean, I've saw some theories. To be fair, that I've I, I, and it's really, it's starting to annoy me that these theories that are popping up and there's somebody that keeps posting them. Uh, I don't want to unfollow them or whatever, but it's, it, you keep posting about how um, it's something to do with like mind, coronavirus is a mind control technology sort, sort of thing. <laughs> so basically the, the the sort of, the how it goes is in like 2000 or whatever it was, 3G was introduced. And then there was a, I think is a SARS outbreak the same year and then the year that 4g was introduced there was a swine flu outbreak and then the year that 5g which is obviously this year and just the end of last year is introduced and there's a coronavirus outbreak and supposedly what's going to happen is they're going to give us these vaccines and these vaccines are going to like uh allow like telekinetic stuff from the 5g poles and they're going to control your mind and stuff and i just think all right I i think two things a it's either a load of bollocks or b if it's true there's nothing we can do about it because we live in like this sort of society that 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 you can't do anything about that it's not there's no point worrying about it if it is real you know like we can't do anything about it
0: like p- people need to get a grip of themselves and realize they should only really believe the things that uh the yeah. bodies of all But also, are t- not I think not build down the road in a
2: way it's kind of like a boost for anyone in the entertainment industry because but at first, it was all seen as a foul in a pond because it was like, we can't gig and everything. But how I've seen it now, a couple of weeks in, is it's making a lot of people appreciate that without the entertainment industry running, they're not getting the smiles on their faces. They're not being able to go out to these venues. They're missing their live theatre. They're missing all percent. It means yeah. when we go back out September, October time, we all, we're we're going to sell more tickets. We're going to get more people down. And it's kind of, in a weird way, going to boost us more when we get back out i think
1: um yeah i i think even like a simple thing like i released my album five days ago and in them five days i've got over i think it's now this morning it was on 2000 total listens and now it's one uh, 2100 uh or nearly 2200 but like before that I, I wouldn't have i wouldn't have expected that but people are just appreciating things a lot more that people are doing i think they've got more time they've got more things in and and that sort of creating like a sort of small fan base for me at the moment is people that are they've like got nothing better to do than listen to new music and all of this and they just it, it it i'm looking at it in a positive light all yeah. of the positives i think is is the good thing to look at it. and that's one of them for me is that and especially when i start gigging again in the after this is all blowed over i think it's going to be immense it's going to be so so much fun yeah yeah
0: yeah um Okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh... <laughs> and
2: Nick's got lost uh, again. You you don't normally get lost, Nick. It, it,
0: it, I I'm enjoying the conversation, so I'm trying. You normally to hold around, yourself uh, together. I, yeah, I am trying to hold myself together. I'm not though. Uh, I mean, do you have anything to say? Because you're you you seem to be good at conversation. I'm
2: actually good at talking. Yes. Good, yeah. at <laughs> good at talking yeah um what what what's coming up soon then i guess that's
1: uh, uh coming up soon um so recently uh well literally last night um well my my friend um black slump who that's his uh handle on like spotify and apple music um he's like a sort of rapper type um sort of guy he messaged me last night he's like down to make some music. So how's that of course? He's um I've made a song with him before on his album that was uh, released, I think it was either the start of this year or the end of last year. And yeah. um we've uh I've got a few finishing touches, but we've recorded a song uh, for my uh, that he's featuring on one of my songs and uh, he's gonna be sending me over some stuff. So I'm gonna be doing a bit of cl- collaboration with with him, uh hopefully releasing a single in the next one or two weeks, depending on when i think is appropriate i think and also um there's a band a local band uh near me uh called waterside in and i know uh i knew the the guitarist um first but now i know all of them because i did a gig with them um for a charity gig and i'm got a uh, hopefully releasing a single with them as well uh so okay. some collaboration xing collaborations coming up soon so should be good Ooh. and because waterside in are a a, a local band they're from Derby I'm from Nottingham but they would do come do gigs in knots and stuff I'll go do gigs in Derby uh there should be a, a time where we're both performing at the same same event same time we can do sort of collaboration gigging you know like I think that would be pretty, pretty yeah, cool
0: yeah. so yeah It'll be very and good. uh yeah. I'm always making um, new music as well so got, yeah 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 have you have you got any uh tours or any shows or anything
1: like um, that um there's a uh there was a charity event that i was going to be doing that has obviously been moved back because of coronavirus it's been moved to a date that there's i don't think it's confirmed yet um but it's with my friend Maisie Chapman she's she's a really talented singer songwriter and um she put she's putting on a sort of a charity event i think it's I'm, yeah i'm pretty sure it's for charity um but she's putting on this event of the way in Derby, uh date is unconfirmed because of coronavirus it's sort of very very difficult time to set dates and stuff um but but there should be a good sort of lineup and it should be a good night so um yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that 100% but other than that I, there's not really much else i was going to be doing a, a headline gig uh probably it was going to be at rough trade that's where i did my first gig because my uh, friend Ben does owns um, a what's it called an event sort of little organization we just charity events and he did the first one i performed that was a charity event at rough trade in nottingham mm-hmm. uh, but because of coronavirus again right. it's sort of it's difficult to to put dates on and stuff so hopefully soon enough there will be some more nottingham gigs and stuff so yeah
0: yeah i mean we're, we'll all be uh thankful when uh when this all oh yeah blown over exactly. whenever it does uh especially especially to keep this uh our sanity in the in the dire times of oh no we don't have a gig or don't have a show or yeah. We, yeah. especially if from... you have have our favorite live so TV yeah it was
2: like the other day things. like i i do a magic trick so i'm a magician and it's this trick that i do with like five envelopes and i do it every time and like i'm really bored of doing it and everyone always does go it says go do the envelope trick I'm like, no and now now i'm lying in my bed i'm like i just love to do the envelope trick on stage like <laughs> i'm just like i'm never gonna moan about doing it ever again
1: <laughs> just yeah, get me yeah. back out performing like makes you appreciate it yeah, yeah. I, I've only ever performed a gig once before. And I think so I, I was telling telling myself all of the end of last year, because it was towards the end of last year, I had my first gig. It was, uh, oh, 2020, I'm going to be doing gigs. I'm going to be applying for all of this. Like, I'm still submitting my songs to, like, BBC introducing the radio and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I was, like, telling myself it's going to be the year. It's going to be, like, big things. And obviously it's been sort of put on hold because of coronavirus. And it, and it just made me appreciate how much that I want to be doing that now. And well, as soon as it's over... I'm going to be straight on it, straight on just even just open mic nights and stuff like that. I'm going to be going to every single one I can do, get my name out there. I guess it's sort of made me want to do it even more than I already did.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the same, it's the same with me and Luke. I mean, Luke, uh, uh, it's surprising the things that Luke's managed to get up to, uh, in his uh, his life, to be honest. But, um, I mean, going to going to open mics for anything music comedy poetry everything like that it's it's become more and more of a a need for mm. quite a lot of creatives i think you'll, yeah. you'll agree now it's uh especially after the whole coronavirus thing has left us um you'll probably find more people wanting to do it just because they realize oh oh shit uh life is not immortal uh, life uh life is but finite. Yeah. It's, a, it's a thing which is given but you can never yeah, really take definitely. that so that there'll be more and more people wanting to do more with their life that means more to them rather than more to the people that.
1: yeah 100% like and I think as well you've just sort of it, it's just popped into my head that quite I'm quite fortunate that I don't rely on um music or entertainment is is a sort of income i've I've got a, i've got an apprenticeship mm. and like i know some people like i think you luke you've yeah. sort of it's that's your that's your job time. isn't it yeah full-time job i think it's so difficult and i can imagine how like awful it is to just be put on hold it's just, just do it's insane, they, they've
2: it? done this great thing where they're saying if you're paying tax they're going to judge it over the last three years and give you 80 percent the thing is for small interns like myself that are not making 15 grand a year and are not paying tax and we i've had to cancel over 40 gigs that for me is like a lot of money and a lot of rent that i
1: could need to be paying and stuff but um it's one of those things where we just
2: cannot control it um
1: cannot control it it's it's one of them it as, as much as I say this, and I, and it has to be said sometimes, it just is what it is. Mm, You've yeah. got to just roll roll with the it dice. It was like when, they,
2: when we weren't in lockdown, but they were just, you know, giving little hints about it. Yeah, but we were still allowed out. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right, social distancing, that still means I can do my busking. Because busking is my side job to earn a bit of extra money. I busk for doing my magic. Uh, yeah. And then when the lockdown came, I was like, great, we're not even allowed to do that now.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't go, can't leave the house and all that. <laughs> but um, it's
2: literally, if we all comply, it will be done sooner. Um, and then hopefully we can get back out.
1: I, I think when you say we all comply, I've, I don't know if you've seen, but some people are just so thick and they're not complying. And sadly, uh, it's mainly
2: our age group.
1: And yeah, exactly. It puts us, a, like, people that are, like, between the ages of 14 and 18, they get a bad rap, rap anyway for from, like, Utes just being Utes and all this. But, like, there's so many people that are compliant and, and not, but it's them, that, that minority that are, oh, the government can't control me and, like, ah, oh, this is a free country. Well, it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. Just do what you're told. Like it's it might not kill you, but it will kill your grandparents and it will kill my grandparents. You know, it's it, it's so so selfish to to not listen to the government's advice. It's ridiculous. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even even though it does, it's an interesting thing politically. The fact that it's uh, it's taken it's taken this this virus to show actually how powerful oh, yeah, governments can be. And the fact that they haven't yeah, used well, their power, well, uh, uh,
2: in the yeah. Well, even though Boris
1: Johnson, yeah. Well, because if you think, <laughs> if you think about it, you know, if um, say if like nobody decided to listen to the government, and, and I know a lot, of, obviously, at the moment, it's really it's going quite well. Like the majority of people are staying inside. Uh, if you're going for a walk, you see somebody walking down you down the street. You're gonna cross. I cross the road. They cross the road. Whatever. But if you can imagine uh, a world where nobody listened to the government they could easily just bring in the like army and then like just constant sort of repercussion. They could make this a, a lockdown where you're not allowed to leave your house. You're only allowed to exercise on your garden or you're only allowed to go like a hundred meters down the street. Like, and I think if, if it gets bad and people start getting bored and deciding, oh, screw this, we're going out. There's going to be sort of repercussions for everyone. It's like, it's like in school, if one person's naughty and the whole, the teacher goes, everybody's got to stay behind. That's just what it's going to be like, isn't it? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. With, uh,
0: with, I mean, with the announcement that Boris Johnson made, when this podcast will be out... The, a, third, the a, first about announcement
2: he made was stupid, uh, where but... he was saying, um, let's advise venues yeah. to close, because that was mean they were closing down, and I was having to then cancel gigs, even though it was only advised. Now, it was like, yeah. mate, make a fucking decision. I know you're 12, but, but don't be that much of
1: one. I'm guessing there's there's a reason behind a lot of things that, yeah. that, the, that the government did. But from just my perspective, from somebody who doesn't know a lot about politics and stuff, there's certain things that I thought were ridiculous. So the first one that I think was absolutely – I have no clue why they did it – is that they closed schools down and universities mainly. Uh, colleges and universities started closing down a week before pubs started closing – pubs and clubs started closing down. What do 18-year-olds do when they've got nothing – literally no work to do nothing bad to do they go to the pub don't they 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 socialize it's just that's it's going to spread the coronavirus it's, it's stuff like that like why didn't they just close them at the same time why didn't they just put it on lockdown instantly you know
0: yeah yeah i mean a lot a, a lot of the things that our government our wonderful <laughs> government does is to be quite frank utter, utter, utterly stupid and utter bollock because yeah yeah Questionable yes. to the um, director. Um, yeah. um, maybe it's because maybe it's because me and uh, mm. Luke are uh, leftist uh, people. I don't know whether. Uh, I, don't know I tell you what, you
1: I am not a very political person. Them. Like, um, I to be fair, like until I'm, I, I, I've got some views, but they're not sort of party-based views. They're just my own views and stuff. Um, so like when. So, the time where I can vote and stuff, i would see which one matches my yeah. views more, you know? <laughs> to be honest, I think that's I'm, I'm, I'm left.
2: I am Labour, but I think, I think they're all bullshit. They're all as bad as
1: each other in my eyes. But, um... Communism is the way forward, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <I agree. laughs> no, that's a joke. Definitely, communism is not the way forward. <laughs> Definitely not.
0: I mean, co- communism versus fascism. Like, which what? one would you rather <laughs> have? It's, a, it's it's a waterboarding situation. I remember I think that's like somebody somebody, said to, scale, me, somebody said to me.
1: Somebody um, said to me, communism would work in an ideal society, but we don't live in an ideal society. We've got lazy people. We've got people that that that, that just do more than p- other people, just in nature and stuff, like just f- by their nature. Um, so communism is would nef, never work and communism always ends up in a dictatorship anyway so um you know it's what it is
0: <laughs> yeah and and all of the times that communism has happened in some form it's never proper communism because someone's always i
1: think we
2: just get the chuckle of uh, minister and that
1: was so Well, really oh, hasn't he I don't know if that's actually true but I saw on Twitter that the the, chuk, the remaining chuckle brother trying to be military, yeah. Well no I think he's contracted coronavirus. Has he? Yeah wait I'm I'll, I'll google it right yeah. now. Chuckle brother corona. You need to save him. We can't let him die. Yeah. Comedian Paul Chuckle reveals he has been suffering from COVID-19. The remaining Chuckle brother is suffering from Coronavirus, what? we cannot let this man die. He is our savior.
2: <laughs> we can't let Paul Chuckle. die. He's our saving. Grace. I think he yeah. deserves
1: better healthcare than the Queen. I think he's definitely <laughs> his face should be on all banknotes. Yeah, 100%. Well, I think you know, when you know, if when he's uh eventually and quite sadly dies, I think uh, uh Paul and Barry Chuckle should have their own uh, like five pound notes and ten pound notes, you know, they were
2: my child, they were.
1: They were they were absolutely oh. amazing.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, but one of the best uh, entertaining. It's quite worrying, actually. From, I've just
1: uh, just sorry. I've just read that he's he's seventy two as well, so he is quite vulnerable as well. Like he's not he's not yeah, young. So at all say, at all.
2: Full yeah. yeah, God,
1: get it trending, boys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after after this interview, we'll uh, we'll all post on our. Instagram, or Twitter, whatever, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, save Paul Chuckle. Oh, uh, th- first thing that comes up on our Instagram stories, regardless of how it's related yeah, to that. Paul Chuckle,
1: save him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep, yep. With a with a random picture of Paul Chuckle, not it,
1: like uh, something
2: from a <laughs> <general> <laughs> <Joe inaudible> or something like that. Just for fun. That actually, kind of what got me into entertainment.
1: So... Yeah, it probably it probably swayed me subconsciously. I think I just I love. Yeah. Loved it. i think oh, oh speaking of like subconscious Swain, i think um it, it, the tv uh and just everything that's around that we've grown up with uh obviously we've been fortunate enough to grow up in a century where we've got like mm. uh, we've got uh, the internet we've got tv and stuff i think that's that's another reason why people want to be part of the entertainment business a lot more because it's so accessible and and you just see it yeah. see it from a young age don't you yeah that's definitely something to think about, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's, it's scary. This whole corona thing, very scary. But yeah, it, like I said, it's what it is.
2: It was like, a, you know, Sam Tompkins, don't you?
1: Yes, yeah. He put
2: out a coronavirus song. Oh, did he? Yeah. It's class, yeah. isn't it, Nick? It's class.
1: Yeah. I'll have a well little listen actually. I, like I do like Sam Tompkins, good music. Seems like a decent fella. Yeah, he
2: is sound boy. Anything else,
0: Nick? I I don't think so, to be honest. So uh but w- before I end this, I'll uh I'll ask you uh to plug yourself, to say any last messages, to um <laughs> diff anyone that you wanna whilst you've got a oh, okay. platform do whatever the hell you want for the next two minutes okay Um,
1: i've been Xin, also known as joe well that's my actual name not also known as joe i should be known as joe also known as Xin. um but i yeah so i'm joe xing uh if you want to listen to my new album it's called bedroom it's on all platforms uh the important ones spotify that's ex.in I N. Uh, Apple Music, that's EXIN. There's no dot in that, and I didn't do that on purpose, that was my distributor's fault. Um, but I love my distributor, so that's fine. Uh, follow me on Instagram, EX.IN 2.0, because I made a new account because my old account was in absolute shambles. Um, anything else? Follow my TikTok, X Hitting uh, 2.0, EX.IN 2.0. Posted some banging TikToks during lockdown. Uh, follow my Twitter i n joe or it might be x in joe with no dot i don't know you, you'll find it um i think that's about it i, I i've uh i've run out of things to book itunes itunes yeah it'll be x ex in exin stream it um, I'll buy
2: it on itunes stream more it
1: will it. go yeah do his favor like that that 99p i'm telling you it will, it will do bits for me <laughs> um uh, and just stream stream my album if you've uh, got the time. And I know you've got the time because you're in lockdown, boys and girls. Get on it. So yeah, that's all from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, as, as soon as you finish listening to this, uh, what would it be? Let's say about eight o'clock conservatively. When you finish listening to this, go ahead and buy Exyn's album uh, and uh, make, m- make Exyn's uh, more famous than um, Dun- Dun- JLS, your let's just local fishmonger.
2: Well, they're not- a lot better than JLS.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's so they're JLS. not that famous anymore, are they, JLS? Well, well actually, they're doing a tour, aren't Baton. they?
2: I'm going to see them in December, yeah. Oh,
1: oh really? Wow. Yeah. Big up JLS. Big up JLS. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and on JLS, that note... <laughs> I'm sorry, JLS get coronavirus. Yeah, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hashtag say Paul chuckle next to hashtag yeah. uh, JLF get pro. This, this is a love and hate. The, the two. Uh, the two love hate.
1: You got to feel love to feel hate. Exactly. Oh, that's a sneaky preview of a lyric from the song that I'm releasing with Black Slump, which we come about coming coming out in the next couple of weeks. So uh, yeah, you got to feel love to feel hate. You got to feel sad to feel rage. Ooh.
0: And uh, yeah, that you, you've got, you've got a sneak peek there. Uh, so thank you uh, for being here, Joe, or not being here, literally. Yeah, you're, in my you're office. Still in your my office, wherever. Um, yeah, we're, we're not even in the same room. Uh, very, we're abiding by the social distancing rules. To the yeah, world. we're all Actually, in different uh, places. Um, yes, <laughs> with incredibly bad internet. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, thank you for being here um, and uh, deciding to come on this podcast. I yeah, let's go. Thank be. you for having I'd me. Thank it you for, for having um, Yeah, Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you for listening, everyone. You have been listening to the Unscripted podcast with me, Nicholas J. Barlow, uh, Luke Baker, otherwise known as Luke Tricks, and Joe, otherwise known as Xin or Xin 2.0. <laughs> or some other account name which you may find him on um, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, this has been the Unscripted Podcast, unscripted, unedited and undecided uh, thank you and have a good night, good morning, good day, whatever you can be good in yeah, Goodbye. anyway, thank you